Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barpath Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. All right, team, you know the drill. We have three questions. If you want to ask us questions, join our Facebook group, Stronger Than Your Boyfriend, or slide into the DMs on the social media. The social media. Uh, or reply to our newsletter. Did you say that already? Oh, reply to our newsletter. Yeah, you just hit reply. Yes. And it comes right to us. Do that. We see fun. it immediately. Fun. Yeah, it we do. Pretty look. much immediately because I have notifications on my phone because I have no work-life balance. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. She loves that newsletter. I was on Slack last night and I sent something at like 1 a.m. I think. Yeah, you're and a like one of my assistants that. was like, okay, I, I, sorry, I was sleeping. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't expect you to answer. Yeah. I just, and I well, you, feel bad, but that's just when I work. Yeah. I mean, you do that to me too sometimes. It's like yeah. I would like everyone to know. Like podcast is up. But like, if you, okay. If you hear from me at 2 a.m., I do not expect you to respond. Yeah. Anyways, that's okay. to our team. <laughs> that's Anyways. to anyone I talk to. All right. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll do oh, text to too. anyone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Question one. How do I get the barbell safely up to start hip thrusts when lifting heavy without injuring my back? <laughs> I don't know if I have a good answer for this question. This is question. a great question that because I have. <laughs> it's so, it so depends on your setup because... Oh, are you doing it just on a normal like bench? Are you resting your back on a normal bench? That's probably going to be different than, okay, let's just start with the actual hip thrust. Like, is it a machine? Like the setup in the gym? You remember quads had it? Like it was an actual pad that was like made for hip thrust. Well, this thrust. is barbell. Oh, the barbell. Well, no, the, it was a barbell too. It wasn't a machine. So you it was, put, oh, you put a barbell on it. Oh, I think it was like a small about. bench where you put your yeah. pat or your back on mm-hmm. and it was like the perfect height. Mm-hmm. So if you have that, then you should be fine. Right. But, well, I think that's the whole thing, right? I think the advice here is find the height that works for you. Exactly. Yeah. Because I can't do it on a bench. I can. Right. You have you a longer I mean? torso. Yeah. You're taller. Yeah. I have the shortest torso of all time. Yes. So Heather's what? <laughs> what are you? Five one? Five one. But, but your torso I have no short. torso. <laughs> so yeah. So like you... Like the best setup for you, I feel like is to do it off a 12 inch box. Yes. Yes. But for me, that would be way too short. Like right. I wouldn't get enough range of motion. So mm-hmm. yeah, this totally depends on one, your setup to your own personal biomechanics. Yes. Like how tall are you? How long are your legs versus your torso? It's ch- kind of tricky, but I feel like general advice, like what I like to do when I'm set up and make sure your setup is secure because I've had some janky oh, setups yeah, before and I'm like, am I going to fucking fall or yeah. slip or whatever? So... Here's how I do it at our home gym. I push the barb or the bench that we have, which is a standard bench, which works for me. So I push that against the rack so that when I'm pushing into it, the bar, the bench doesn't fly up. So then I place, you know, place your upper back on the bench and then I roll the bar into my hips. I have my whole like, we don't even have a, a hip thrust pad. We have like the setup where it's like, I have like 37 yeah, we, we should pads. We should really get Why one. Why don't we have one? Yeah. So <laughs> I roll it onto my hips and then I get my feet in position and then I kind of push up from there and I count that as my first rep that because a rep. that is a rep. That is totally So a rep. that's how I do it. But again, like that's generally how you want to get it on you. But mm-hmm. some people they're like, I've seen people do it really in a really janky way where they're like, kind of like, they're inching back and they're like trying to lift it up first and they're not yeah, really that's like because the bench is too high. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it has to be the right bench. So yeah. unfortunately, I can't give you an exact answer because I don't know how tall you are. Yeah. And so for me, we have a step like, you know, one of those old school step aerobic steps. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we yeah. have one of those at our home gym and it has like risers on. it. Oh, yeah. So I'll put that up. But you have to make sure it's secure because that shit will fall over. Mm-hmm. So I'll put like heavy kettlebells behind it. Yeah. On each side. <laughs> 
like fucking hip thrusts are so annoying but and then the step hurts so i have to have like a pad on your mats and a pad under my back (laughs) plus the pads on my hips so i hate hip thrusting at home because what i like to do is go to the gym where they have those soft uh plyo boxes yeah and that I think it was I think it is the 12 inch one yeah Whatever the shorter one is yeah like not the short, the green short, one? short one but the I know it's green <laughs> it's green it's green okay <laughs> <laughs> um I I use that and it's perfect because it's soft enough for my back that it's comfortable it's kind yeah. of like a bench and it's the right height and I can just start from the floor and it's great moral of the story just fuck hip hip thrust yeah. yeah also like just kidding there there are machines too that do it now yeah oh I yeah. really like the hip thrust machine at, at the gym that I go to every every time I see literally hip- I teach spin every 60 days. I sub it only so that I can swim and use that hip thrust machine. Mm. Those are the two things I use at that gym. Yeah. I and mean, I it does make I a difference. sub for spin if I didn't yeah. get that membership. Yeah. <laughs> Which you still have to. I do? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh. you How never go. That? I should take oh. you off. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't ever go. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for question number two? Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about no, thrusting? I just cringe when I see thrusts in my program. Like I just got to oh, set this whole fucking so, thing up. Well, that's but why they I do want... burn my ass. So yeah, they do work. They work, and that's why I want one of those. Like, what I think Brett Contreras sells them. Of course, he like it's like a thruster three thousand or something. It's oh just like a thing where it's got like a place for your feet and it's got a place oh, for your back, and you can adjust it, mm-hmm. and then you can put a barbell on it, and you just go. Yeah, if you want the perfect setup, get like all the I'm accessories that, that come day. with it one day. But or also like if you're lifting too, if you're worried about injuring your back, like just start lighter until you find the right position until you're comfortable, like getting into the set mm-hmm. without like feeling like you're going to tweak your back and then add weight from there. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Question two. I listened to the podcast about body recomposition and spending most of my time in a small surplus for building. Is the strategy going to be different for someone needing to lose a large amount of body fat? This is a great question. That's a good question. And the answer is yes, because you just think of it as a long-term thing. Okay. Yes. You need to lose body fat. And I'm assuming this is for health reasons. You, if you're doing it right and man, if you, if I don't want to sound like a broken record, like go back and listen to all of our podcasts. But if you're doing it right, if you're strength training, if you're focusing on whole foods, you're getting enough protein. And even if you are eating a slight surplus of calories, you're probably not going to gain more body fat. So you're going to gain muscle and you need to gain muscle. You need to gain muscle for health reasons. You need to gain muscle for aesthetic reasons. You just need to gain muscle. So yes, the short, I guess, you know, the short answer is yes. But also like, I know it's kind of a mind fuck because you're probably going to see the scale go up. You're probably going to feel like your clothes are fitting tighter, even though they're probably fitting tighter in all the right places, which is telling me you're building muscle. It can, it's really just the mental aspect that really steers people away from going into building. Because if you, let's say you have a lot of body fat to, to, to lose and you immediately go into a deficit You'll lose weight, but we don't know what weight you're losing. And you're probably losing a lot of muscle as well. So if you haven't taken the time to build the muscle, you're losing the muscle that you have, which isn't a lot. So that's the the number one reason why you want to build. But also another reason is if you actually track your calories and maybe you are eating a lot of calories because you're eating out a lot, you're eating a lot of processed foods, et cetera. But half the time I feel like I generally see this this with females. They want to cut. They have body fat to lose, but they're averaging like 1,500 calories a day. Well, where are you going to cut from? You're going to go down to 1,200 calories? That's pretty unsustainable. You're going to be really hungry. So that's another reason why. If you build your metabolism up, 
to where you're building muscle and adding in calories slowly, then you're going to have a bigger range of calories to cut from. So it's way easier to cut from 2,500 calories from, you know, than 1,500. So So wait, I'm confused by your answer already. So why are you confused by it? Is the strategy different? No, the strategy is not going to be different. Oh, okay, because you said the answer is yes. The answer is yes. It's, oh, sorry. The answer. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Now, now I'm less confused. Sorry. I sorry. You, I didn't you read it. Said the same. I thought it was. Should we build okay. first? Okay. Sorry. But I do have a, a caveat to that, right? So let's say that you have a really unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. And you need to lose a lot of weight. Okay. And yeah. So you're eating like just so many calories. Yeah. And you continue to gain weight. But okay. Then it would be different, right? Yeah. But if this person listened to our podcast then they're probably impl- Im- implementing all of the principles that we talk about as far as eating protein, eating uh, eating whole foods, their strength training. They're probably going to naturally be in a deficit, but also gain muscle at the same time. You see what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah, if you're cutting out all this extra bullshit, you're going to lean out if you just mm-hmm. stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're eating a similar amount of calories, because, but, yeah, you're... Ca- Yes, calories in versus calories out matters, but also where your calories are coming from matters and how much of what type of calorie you're eating matters too. Like you could be eating 2,000 calories of pure carbs and fats. And if you just were to shift that 2,000 calories to getting your optimal protein intake, I guarantee you would gain muscle and you might lean out. So sorry to confuse everyone. The strategy is not going to be different. (laughs) Yes, you should build first. So that's what I meant. Okay, but. Hopefully my talking kind of like yeah no that's why I was to like, that wait, but yeah, yeah no sorry I just wasn't really reading the question I was just saying yes you should be building first but you know unless this is like dire for you this is like you know life or death you need to lose body fat or you're going to die type thing obviously lose the body fat do that first but I don't think that's what this person is asking I don't think that's the situation they're in mm-hmm. and for most people even if you have a lot of body fat doing all the things we talk about and trying to build muscle is only going to help you. Muscle is so good for health. And when you're healthy, your body composition tends to shift to a very healthy and nice looking one. So it all goes hand in hand. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Sweet. Anyways. Sorry yeah. if I confused you on the first part. But no, it's good. I just it's get good. into the weeds. And I knew where talking. you were going. So I was like, yeah, I keep. No, not yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes to building. No to this. Is the strategy different? Yeah. 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 No. Okay, cool. Anyway, sorry. All right. Question three. How often do you train abs and why? Why? Huh? Never had. <laughs> never have been. A, sorry. That's part of it. Just why do you train abs? Never have been a fan of core work, but keen on making my core stronger. To be able to lift heavier and improve form. Oh, I love that. Um, as far as why you're doing it, but we don't we have a whole podcast on this on how to train your core. I think we do. We definitely do. We'll, we will link that. But we will. So in general, you want to treat your core training like the rest of your body. Yes. So more muscles. Ten to thirty sets per week is More's the optimum muscles. amount. But also, you have to realize you're still training your core when you're doing back squats and deadlifts. So do you want to account for that? And you're training, you still want to do some accessory work too, though. Like mm-hmm. you F- focused core work, focused core work, like yeah. train the abdominals, train the transverse abdominals, train your obliques, train your back extensors. We'd go into all of this on that episode. Yeah. But also I would say for me with my strength training, I would consider I'm getting at least a little bit of volume just with my regular strength training. Like I do a lot of lever holds and handstand work and I do heavy squats. And right now, just a side note, I'm doing these 
uh, fucking zombie squats. Oh my God. That really? literally, I feel that so much in my core. So, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, that's a core workout. But anyways, but also I say I have one day that I'm another day where I'm like, like focusing on ab or and or core movement. So I'm doing like hanging knee raises. I'm doing cable oblique twists. I'm doing sometimes, a, or I like to do the um, the ab wheel rollout. Yeah. And I'm holding, uh, um, what is the the plank? I don't know what it's called, but where you like shift your forearms a little bit more forward so there's just more load there. Mm. Those are good. Copenhagen planks. So like, oh, you know, yeah. I have some directed core, direct core work in there. But for me personally, I'm getting that in once a week because I know I'm training it with all these other moves I'm doing as well. Mm. So, yeah. but you know, for the, for people I train, I'll usually incorporate their their minimum amount of volume for their core in their other workouts. So it's not like we're doing a core day. It's like we're doing like a hanging knee raise at the end of their one full body workout. And then we're doing the oblique twists in at the end of the other workout or something like that. So and then sometimes I'll throw in like a core move in their warm up too. Like if we're doing heavy deadlifts or something, I want to get that activated. Just kind of depends on where we're at with our programming. So. I think we go into it in the yes, podcast. Yes, episode so. 24. We will link it. Are you going about will your we? core training all wrong? Yes. Yeah, so that will definitely answer your question. But I'm not a fan of core work either. It's really... Yeah. There's also why. an accompanying blog. And I think it has videos in it. Oh, love that. By the time this podcast is out, our website should be live. Our new Ooh. website. So I hope so. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. And... oh. Everything went black. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, that I do love the goal of training your core to improve your main lifts. I love that. Like to be able to lift heavier because I feel like most people want to train their core to like get shredded abs, oh, you like know? Aesthetic reasons. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, yes, you you should train your abs. Like even if you want them to pop, like yes, you need to train them. But I like that that's your focus. Just, yeah. Improving so, form. Improving form. Lifting better. Yeah. Strong core is will make everything stronger. So agreed. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. If you like this podcast, rate and review it. Yeah. Please. Por favor. Because it helps our podcast get seen. Sure does. And share it with all your friends and acquaintances and everyone in between. All right. Peace <laughs> out. <laughs>